Now, Slub Puppy's in the mix. Now we're co-doming Slub Puppy. She's like spread eagle in front of the camera. Hi, <laughs> like see right. Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so I have, uh, we're going to do Gaia's second kinky threesome. <laughs> That's what today's episode's about. My second kinky threesome. I, I know you're all dying to see what's going on with, uh, you know, how the the drama and the orgasms and the relationships playing out between master me and slut puppy because that's hot. Um, before I get into that, though, um, please make sure you read the content warning because I'm going to go into some pretty graphic details about some things and I want to make sure that you feel safe and you don't get triggered. And remember, if you do get triggered, please turn off the episode. Um, second, if you do get triggered and you want to heal and move through those triggers so that you don't that you don't continue to get triggered in the world, um, that's one of the things that I do. So come see me at GaiaMorissette.com and we can help support you moving through those places of those uncomfortable places of triggers and fear and not feeling safe. Okay. Okay, so here we go. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so where did we leave off? So a uh, couple of months ago, I had my first kinky threesome. Well, the beginning of first kinky threesome when I told master that uh, I said we had a king threesome. He's like, ah, that wasn't a full on threesome. He's like, I was in the ass end of that situation. <laughs> so now it's become an ongoing running joke in our relationship. <laughs> All right. So let's get into details. So when did it happen? Oh, on Sunday. So Sunday, I spent all day, this is really, uh, really important to understand. So I spent all day with Mistress Cherry and her submissive, and we were filming for um, the BDSM membership program. And we were filming 
some really hot things around rope. So we've done rope 101, we were filming rope 201, we were when we filmed two, 301, and we're building rope extravaganza, which is going to be a whole course with the two of us about rope bondage. Um, so stay tuned to that piece. And um, if you're like, who's Mistress Cherry? You want to go check out the episodes, all the profession, uh, confessions of a pro dominatrix. Uh, you'll see me and Mistress Cherry um, talking about all sorts of juicy things. So go check that out, those episodes. And make sure you join the membership to uh, see the rope. So anyway, so it was super hot. So we're tying, so me and Mistress Cherry are like co-doming her submissive and we're tying him to everything. So we were tying and, and we did a whole episode of In My Bedroom because not everybody has a dungeon. So we're in my bedroom and the only people that get to be in my bedroom are people who I have sex with. I just opened up my whole bedroom to the world. <laughs> So you want to see those episodes. You definitely want to see those. You'll definitely want to see those classes. Again, BDSM membership program, empressgaia.com to find it. Okay. So we're tying her submissive up to everything. I have, you know, him spread eagle wearing these pretty little panties and me and her are like tied him to my bed. Now me and Mistress Cherry are like lounging in my bed over top of her submissive. And so needless to say, I was really horny. <laughs> I'm giving you the backstory before. So you know how horny I was, okay? So this is what my day looked like. And then Slut Puppy came over and I put her in her cage while we were filming and we decided to do, well, she's here, let's do a, you know, let's use her um, for another episode. So we were doing, now we're in the dungeon and we're doing Rope 301, we're going Rope 301 and we're in the dungeon. And so we got me and Mistress Cherry, we've tied up Bradley to my new cross, which is very exciting. And I'm sure you'll hear lots of stories about my new cross in my dungeon. So we've tied him to the dungeon, the new cross. And, and then we bring Slut Puppy, we let Slut Puppy out of her cage. And we bring Slut Puppy into the dungeon. And, you know, we tie her. Now we have her on the spanking bench and we're co-doming her and tying her to the spanking bench and you know and it's, it's hot like it's very very like arousing and hot and visually stimulating and you know me and mr sherry have this intense chemistry that we're not allowed, we're not we, we're not allowed to have sex with each other yet but we really want to have sex with each other but we're not allowed to have sex with each other yet because we're you know we're focusing on doing all this work stuff together first so we're gonna set those parameters first so that we don't get distracted with you know just having sex all the time <laughs> So there's all this chemistry. Now Slub Puppy's in the mix. Now we're co-doming Slub Puppy. She's like spread eagle in front of the camera. <laughs> it's hot, like super hot. So then they leave and now Slub Puppy's there and I haven't seen Slub Puppy in weeks. Um, actually, I think the last time I had sex with Slub Puppy was our, uh, you know, our first kinky threesome. I've spent all day being really horny. <laughs> so, 
me and slap puppy start playing and we're having some fun and and uh you know we go have a shower together and we're having all this sexy time together and and uh then it's dinner time like i need some food because now i'm like getting hangry i've been working all day and now i'm hangry so you know we got food and now so now this this is master's day he's supposed to have the day with me but he you know sometimes i have to work and so he you know was very patient waiting for me to finish work so me and master we're having dinner and slept puppy i've you know she's got her porridge with strawberries and she's in her dog dish on the floor eating her eating her dinner out of her dog dish no hands just a face and uh you know we're all laughing having a good time and so this is like this is our first meal together as three of us this is our first official three of us eating meal together <laughs> and i like it it's hot it's super kinky me and master we're talking we're ignoring slut puppy we're talking about slut puppy like she's not there we're making fun of slut puppy slut puppy's like keeps looking up at us she's got porridge all over her face <laughs> And she's like, just gobbling up her food. And she's like, this is the best porridge ever. <laughs> she's having a wee of a time. And then, you know, me and Slut Puppy go downstairs and, you know, I'm like, okay. And she needed, she needed some serious release. Um, and she had a lot of stuff going on in her life. And so um, she needed to be tortured. Yay. <laughs> But not just my normal torture that I do consensually, of course, is always consensual, very important, always, always ethically, always consensual, always conversations. If you're like, again, you want to learn about this, BDSM 101 is a pro is a course that I teach that talks all about communication, negotiation, all the things, okay, to set this up. So again, all the things that are happening in this episode that I'm talking about has been extensively we have we've talked about it me and master have talked about it me and slump puppy have talked about it um we've all had conversations about it so we all know what is okay and what's not okay what our hard limits are all these things okay so um i really just want to that's really important in order for this to be healthy and safe and sane and consensual and all these pieces communication is key 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 and you want to learn and you want to be well educated um so that you don't do any harm okay so and there's plenty of ways to spend time with me to learn how to do these things you can find it empressguide.com okay so so this is our first meal together then me and I take Slut Puppy downstairs to the dungeon. I tie Slut Puppy up back up now with her chain because she loves chain. I really love chain too. So I like chain her. She's not moving. She, every time I move the chain, it makes the sounds. She's having orgasms with permission, of course, only. And then I get her all chained up and she's like dropping in and I lean on top of her and I'm laying on top of her. And, you know, for 
for the visual. So Slap Puppy's naked. She's got her beautiful cuff and collar on her and she's all wrapped up in chain and uh, straps to the spanking bench. And I'm wearing a corset because I need to wear a corset so I don't injure myself. <laughs> so I'm wearing a beautiful, one of my beautiful corsets and um, that's it. <laughs> My pussy's out free. <laughs> Rest of me's all free. I'm free balling it. <laughs> and slap puppy's naked other than her collars and her cuff. Okay. So I lay over top of her and I just tell her it's okay to let go. She's ready to let go. And so we have this really deep vulnerable intimate exchange of breathing together and me giving her permission that she's safe and giving her permission that she can let go and she can release all of her emotions i'm gonna flog her and i'm gonna do impact play and she's gonna lean into the pain and she's gonna scream out her pain her emotional pain and she's gonna release all of this so it's going to be more than just a, a play session where, you know, we have where we're more sex related. This is more of a therapeutic release for her. And so I'm now I'm creating this space for her so that she can release all the things, all the stress, all the worry, all the anxiety, all the fear, all the all the places that she's been carrying. She can let it all go. And she can let it go on the on the spanking bench. So I pull out the floggers and I start flogging her and then I pull out my wooden spoon and I start hitting her with wooden spoon and then I pull out my hand and I start spanking her and again and as I'm doing all this stuff I'm telling her it's safe to release and she's screaming and she's crying and she's letting it all out and she's coming and she's like it's very cathartic and incredibly intense for her this is the first major like kind of like therapeutic release that she's had um through bdsm and so this is her first kind of experience with this and this is something that i do for clients all the time this is something that you know master does for me every once in a while it's like it's it's very transformational and very like, incredible um so back to the scene. <laughs> All right. So I then pull out. So she, things are intense. She's, she's getting close. She's releasing. She's letting go. But there's still, she's holding back. She's still holding back. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to push this. We're going to push the envelope a little bit. Help her. She needs a little more intensity. She needs a little more pain in order to push through what she's holding on to. So like really let it all go. And so I bought this, um, kind of looks like a spatula and, um, it's made out of like tire rubber and it hurts. Oh, of course she loves it. Cause she's a masochist and a pain slut. So she's like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and it leaves these huge red welts on her ass and she loves it. And the sadist in me is like, woo, fun times. 
So it's win-win or all around. Anyways, but I'm I'm not my sadist side. I'm like focusing. I'm like really in this session for her is about her surrender, her release, her letting go. And I'm just, I'm really helping to facilitate this piece. So I'm, you know, not doing my normal, my normal in scene kind of, you know, sadistic, playful side. I'm like in therapy mode, right? And so anyways, she released, she, she has huge release. She cries, she let it out, all the stuff. We do breathing together. We do all this beautiful thing. And then I take her off the spanking bench and then I take her to the bed and, you know, and I cuddle, she curls up and she cuddles with me and I pet her hair and we just sit there and breathe. We're just breathing. We're quiet. We're still, I let her, I'm letting her come into back into her body and being present and just being there and, and the intensity of just being there and, and just holding her and rubbing her and telling her how proud I am of her and how much I love her and how safe she is. And, and she just melts. And so I think we were probably in that state for about an hour. It was about an hour worth of time, maybe. And then master comes down. And it's like, oh, I'm tired talking about it. I, as I was talking about it, I got too so relaxed. <laughs> I'm in such a relaxed state holding that space for her. <laughs> Even talking about it, just, I can feel my whole body go, ah, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so the master comes down and he's like, uh, I don't hear anybody screaming and I don't hear any like ass smacking. What's going on? And I'm like, oh, we just finished this. We're doing aftercare and stuff. And he's like, well, do you need, are you done with aftercare? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> I, where do you want us? <laughs> so, so I think the first position, so now we're, now we're going to, you know, get into, you know, we're having a threesome. Uh, and again, we've already negotiated and part of the hotness um, that both, both Slap Puppy and I really enjoy, and Master also enjoys, is him just coming in downstairs, interrupting us, whatever we're doing, and then us dropping what we're doing to like drop into like him taking liberties with us. And then, you know, he's like, I'm done with you bitches, and he leaps. It's like, that's really hot. And actually, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, I can feel my heart starting to race and my pussy's throbbing a little bit. So it's super hot, super hot. So anyways, so uh, we're like, okay, first position. We're going to do a, a double spank. Yeah, I believe that was first position. So I, So she lays down, face down on the bed. And I crawl on top of her on her back. So I'm on all fours over top of her and I'm up her back. So my ass is up her back and her ass is below. And, and so master starts flogging. Actually, no, that's a lie. That was not the first scene. First scene, sorry guys, sorry guys. First scene is slub puppy is on all fours. And I crawl on her back facing master and master starts flogging my breasts 
and he's going between and I'm looking at master. And so he's flogging my breasts and her ass. So he's going my, her ass, my breasts, her, his, her ass, my breasts. And it was hot. It was like me looking and watching him, um, you know, flog. And so often I I'm on the receiving end of the flogging and usually facing the other direction. Um, or this is the first time that he's flogging slap puppy because the last time we didn't have that didn't happen and so I'm a little nervous I'm feeling a little nervous but I'm feeling doing okay um but I'm like okay so that was hot and then we switched positions and then we got on the positions where she was laying on her stomach sorry audience she was laying on her stomach and then I mounted her back and um so my ass was up in the air and so he's flog masters flogging me and then flogging her and flogging her hit me and then flogging her and and the thing is is that slept puppies pain threshold is higher than my pain threshold so my money spot of being in pain that's arousing is at one level and hers is a little is higher than mine her money spot and so poor master had a lot to remember <laughs> First of all, for newbies who's never flogged anybody, flogging one person and getting the right rhythm and getting that money spot in itself is challenging. But then you got two people and you got moving body parts and you have different rhythms and intensities of pain. That's a lot going on. Master's a rock star and he kicked ass or flogged ass, should I say. So there was a couple times where I got the tail end of, because uh, my ass was in the way, I got the tail end of slap puppies. I was like, woo! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> and then I moved my little ass up so that I was like out of range so he could, you know, I wouldn't get slap puppies uh, flogging uh, that was meant for her. But then I was coming so much and her tailbone, so I could ride her tailbone. So it was rubbing up against my clip. I kept scooching my butt back there so that I could like, you know, get off on her tailbone, which then put me in the, the tail end of the flog for her, which was like, woo. <laughs> so I would crawl back up and then I crawl back down. It was like, you know, up and down like that to give you a, a good visual. And then of course now my head's right in her, like, my mouth's right in her ear and so I'm having all these intense orgasms and I'm coming and I'm screaming and I'm coming and I'm screaming and it's like good times good times so then what happens oh then I uh, get flogged as I uh, eat slut puppy out um that was hot because then I get to bite her Arr. Um, and, you know, master did some, you know, pussy flogging on her before I got to eat her out and, and, uh, you know, bite her thighs and which allows me to have the sadist and the masochist that is me, the both pain slut and the giver of pain happening simultaneously, which is super, super hot. Love it. It's like so intense. It's just awesome. Like I said, last last episode that I talked about my first kinky threesome, flogging's awesome, but flogging with pussy is even better. 
So I'm like growling and biting and coming and he's hitting me and I'm biting her and she's coming and it's just hot. And the whole thing is just smoking hot. And then we do a position change again. And, um, you know, because I want to be like, well, maybe master wants some pleasure because he's just beating us, hitting us and plugging us, which he loves because, you know, he likes impact play and he likes that we're getting off and that arouses him. But, you know, I'm like, you should get some loving. <laughs> so I scooch back to the, the end of the bed on my stomach and I put his pen, I pop his penis in my mouth and start giving him a blow job. And, and so slut puppy now is like on all fours facing my feet on top of me. And I'm on my stomach with master's cock in my mouth at the end of the bed. And um, he's flogging her. And I normally love, I'm usually very happy and very content um, having master's penis in my mouth. It's probably one of the happiest places for me. And, um, but I start to feel nauseous and I'm starting to feel panicky and anxious. And up to this point, I'm, I was doing pretty good around my own stress and my own anxiety. And if you're like, well, why are you having stress or anxiety? Go check out um, episode 199, where I talk about my jealousy and the, you know, the, the ugly truth about um, my own not being a very good sharer and, you know, my struggles with being possessive and my struggles with jealousy and, and all of those things where I'm really forthcoming and really honest about it and moving through it. And this is a big, so this is a big deal. Like this is a huge deal for me to be sharing two people that I adore and two people that I very much love, um, sharing them together is a huge deal for me. And, you know, I am ethically non-monogamous and I've had lots of group sex and I've all these things, but um, this is huge for me. And so anyway, so I start to feel it and I'm like, okay, I'm like, breathe through it. I'm saying the pieces that I need to say to myself. And I'm like, okay, uh, these two people love me. I love them no one's going to steal anybody else, everybody, like, you know, the relationships are all very solid and there's nothing for me to be afraid of or worried or stressed or um, feeling anxious about. Um, however, that being said, that still didn't change internally how I was starting to feel anxious and starting to feel nauseous because that's what happens when I feel anxious um, is that I tend to feel nauseous, which then can lead to vomiting. So um, that's not sexy. That wasn't the kink play we were into. <laughs> no puking. <laughs> so I just tapped out and I'm like, hey, master, I'm all done now. And so he kissed me and we kissed passionately and slept puppy just laid there. And he's like, you did a very good job. And I'm like, thank you, master. And then we kind of, we moved into the dungeon to talk about the new cross and how it worked. And again, I still was feeling, I was still struggling um, internally. Um, I didn't know why. I just knew that I was, something was happening internally and I wasn't sure what it was. And I knew that there was no reason for me to feel it, but I was still feeling it. And so, you know, the master was like, okay, you girls carry on. And slut puppy. Mm. 
had to leave. She had to go home. So me and her did a debrief um, about the scene and how it went and how she felt and how I felt and all that kind of stuff before she left. And, and she laughed and I was still feeling it. I could still feel the, the nausea and I could still feel like the anxiousness. And, and in the past, I would have, um, I might cry. So who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of minutes when I share this. <laughs> it was only two days ago. <laughs> so, um, so where was I? Oh, okay. So I was sitting on the toilet going to the bathroom and I'm like, I'm still feeling anxious. And in the past, I would have made myself wrong. I would have been like, it's stupid, shove it down, suppress it. Um, you know, it's not a thing. There's nothing to be like, I wouldn't have acknowledged, I wouldn't have acknowledged to myself. I would have tried to avoid it. I would have, wouldn't have acknowledged it to master. I wouldn't have acknowledged it to slap puppy. I wouldn't have acknowledged it to anybody. Um, and I would have just tried to like distract myself and shove that down. And the thing is though, and this is what I've learned over my years is that, um, then it would have come up in all sorts of other fucking bitchy, crappy ways. Um, my arousal response would shut down. Uh, I probably would have been very argumentative and picking fights with, um, you know, master all week. I would probably not want him to dom me. Like there's a bunch of shit that probably would have happened, which, which is usually used, which is what used to happen all the time because I wouldn't acknowledge it. I probably would have made myself sick, probably would have stayed up all night vomiting. Like there's a bunch of shit that would have gone down. So I was like, okay, that in the past, doing it that way didn't work. So let's try something. Let's try ignore, igno not ignoring it, but acknowledging it and talking it out. And then also go get cuffed and collared and go spend some time with master and like decompress with him and just stay in dropping into the safety and the wonderfulness of that relationship. So I did the very opposite thing that I would normally do. And part of me wanted to not do that, wanted to be, you no, know, I, I feel out of control. I feel out of control. So I need to take control. And that's an old pattern. Um, and that in, and all control freaks who are listening to me, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you feel out of control, what do you want to do? You need to control everything. So here I am. I'm like, well, maybe the solution is to surrender. Let's surrender more. Let's let go of more control, which is, it seems counterintuitive, but I'm going to tell you how it worked. So I go upstairs, I do the polar opposite of what I, every part of my instincts are telling me that I need to do. And I get my cuff, my collar, my leash, all the whole shebang. And I find master at the off in the office and I drop all of them in his lap. And I'm like, can you please put them on me? I am spinning out of control. And he's like, Yes, Pat. So puts all the things on me, the cuffs, the collar, the leash. I lay down in my little nest in the office. <laughs> and he's like, okay, what's going on? 
And so I tell him what I'm feeling and when what happened and when it happened and all the things. And he's like, yep, I knew that you were tapping out for a reason. And, um, and we talked about it. And he's like, well, he's like, do you know why? And I'm like, I actually don't know why. And he's like, well, and I said, and I, I'd really like your insight. Look at me, personal growth all over the fucking place. <laughs> I'm like, so what's your thoughts? What's your insight into this? And he's like, okay, well, you were up to that point. You were kind of in control of all of the scene. And, and you were like, okay, this go here and then go here and all the things. And you could see what was going on. And then you got out of eyesight, out of eye line of being able to keep an eye on slut puppy and keep an eye on me and and so that was probably what triggered the piece inside you that felt like you weren't, you were out of control. And I'm like, well, that could be true. Uh, I don't know if it's true, but it brings like a good loss be true. And, uh, and so we talked about, you know, okay, so what does that mean? And all the things. And, and I said, well, it doesn't mean anything. Like it's safe. It was safe. It was all good. Everything was good. You're good. I'm good. Bobby's good. Everybody's good. So now I just need to let my nervous system be aware of that. And so it's like, great. Lay there, play your video game, just drop it. And that's what I did. And I could feel my body and my nervous system calming down, just slowly breathing, slowing my breathing being in master's presence, not running away, not suppressing it, not run, like not doing all the things that I used to do to feel like that's what I needed to do to be safe. It was not, this, which, you know, I mean, it, it helped me survive life, but it didn't work as well as what happened on Sunday when I did the polar opposite. And, uh, I was able to sleep and I didn't have to take gravel and I didn't have, I didn't throw up and like all sorts of, of course, like it interrupted a lot of patterns. And, uh, and then I'm now just super horny. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I can't wait till the next time. <laughs> can't wait for the next scenes. What are the next scenes? What are the next things we're going to do? And then even last night, me and master had another, you know, never con another conversation about it's like, how are you doing? What's going on? How is it settling? Do you have any backlash? I'm like, nope, I'm just super horny, super horny. And then we talked about strategies about, you know, how we're going to take it very slow and taking it slow and doing baby steps and little moments and having little scenes is really good. It's going well. So let's keep doing that. And, and that we don't always have to push forward. We can do things that are really comfortable. And, um, and, and so you're like, well, why am I doing all this? So you, you might ask yourself like, why? Well, cause it's hot. It's so hot. Oh my God. Um, so a little, little backstory, like there, these are the most, these are the two hottest people I have in my life. Okay. The mad chemistry. I mean, me and master's been in each other's lives for over 27 years. We're going on like 20, almost 28 years. And I still in his presence, I can be like not horny at all on 
any level whatsoever. And he'll either give me a look or his tone, or he'll grab me by the throat. And I'm just like, oh my God, take me. <laughs> no, after all of these years, okay? Like it's insane. It's insane the chemistry that Master and I have. And then Slap Puppy is like the same. And I have like in some seriously intense chemistry with Slap Puppy. Like, I could not be horny at all. I could be like, and I know, and you're like, what, when are you not horny? There are times, there's times, there's even days can go by where I'm not horny. I know, I know, I know that you don't believe me, but it's true. <laughs> I don't like to, I don't even like to say it. I don't like those days either. <laughs> okay. So anyways, so I'm, I'll be sitting around, not horny, stressed out. Usually if I'm not horny, it's just because I've been stressed out and I'm not managing my stress well by doing the things that I need to do to manage my stress because, you know, I am human. So sometimes I don't always uh, do the things I'm supposed to. So anyways, then all of a sudden, Slap Puppy will send me a picture of her and I'm just like, oh my God, I need to like, I need to grab her by the throat and pull her by the hair and like kiss her and like dominate her and do all sorts of nasty, <laughs> filthy, slutty, dirty, kinky things with her. It's like she brings out this like primal lust and this primal desire out of me the same way as master does, but on the other end of the spectrum. So we got like on one end of the spectrum, the primal part of me to be taken is with master and with slut puppy. Um, is the other primal side of me that is the predator and needs to be the one that does the taking and the devouring. And so, so to have, it's like, it's a mind fuck though. Like, I will not lie. Like, cause I have two parts of me simultaneously that are really polar opposite in personalities and desires really in a lot of ways. Um, the one that likes to be the taker versus the one that likes being taken. So these two parts of me, the true primal, like the true primalness of me sexually that are on opposite ends of the spectrum come out simultaneously at the same time with these two people in the same room. So it's epic. <laughs> and also makes for really good episodes content for you guys, right? It is epic. So that's why I want to work on my stuff. That's why I want to heal my stuff. That's why I want to not feel a little nervous or nauseous or uncomfortable. I want to heal those pieces. I want to heal those wounds. I want to move through those pieces because I can't even like, that was like, so like the first step, like episode 209 that you should go check out, which is the first, my first kinky threesome was hot. And then like the next one we just did was even hotter and it's just going to get even like even wilder. It will probably get to a point where I can't actually even talk about it on air. <laughs> it's just too X-rated. <laughs> and why would I not want to work through my shit so that I can have that? 
that it's so x-rated the kinky and the sex is so wild that i can't even speak about it on my podcast who doesn't want that <laughs> i know you're like what you're not gonna share when we get to that point I won't be able to share it probably on this podcast. You probably are going to have to move over. We'll have to move over to a certain, another, another medium <laughs> where, where some of it might be live. Who knows? Who knows where this is going to go? Crazy times, crazy times ahead. So that's what I want to leave you with. Okay. Is the, the pieces that I really want to leave you with is that one smoking hot i hope this turned you on because i know it turned me on talking about it uh two um for support remember to reach out in all the places um so that i a guy more set uh for education around kink and and facilitation around kink please reach out at empress gaia go check out the episodes around me talking about jealousy. But the biggest piece that I really want to leave you with is that it's worth it. Sometimes when we're uncomfortable and it's awkward and it doesn't feel good, but those moments are okay. You will survive those moments, especially if you have tools and support. Okay. That's a really important part of this that I, I want to acknowledge that the reason I can move through this is because I've been working on moving through this because I have a lot of tools at my disposal because I've been doing a lot of healing and then a lot of education and a lot of work around this, these pieces that, and I had tools at my disposal. Okay. I wouldn't have been able to, if this scene had happened even four years ago, four or five years ago, it wouldn't have ended well. I would have been, I probably would have imploded the relationships. Um, I would have spent all night vomiting. Um, it would not have gone well at all. And so it, when you're listening and I, you know, you're having fun listening, but you're like, there's no way I could ever do that. Or, you know, um, or I've tried to have, you know, a threesome or I've tried to have, you know, ethical, not be ethically non-monogamous or swinging or polyamory or any of the, you know, the non-monogamy realm consensually, of course, and ethically, of course. Um, and you may have felt possessive or jealous or felt bad or like insecurities came up that's can be normal and um even i feel and struggle and have struggled with those things and so it's okay that you may feel those but i think even just in this little bit i think it's totally worth it <laughs> it's totally worth moving through it. And if you're new, uh, a great book actually to help that process of starting to understand kind of like some of our, um, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I, I never plan about anything. So who knew um, is the it's called the ethical slut. And the ethical slut is a great book to start that resource around um, how do we navigate our insecurities and our jealousies and our possessiveness 
and I do a lot of episodes. I've done a lot of episodes talking about, you know, our jealousy and our insecurities and possessiveness and where they live and, you know, as well. Okay. So you're not alone. You don't need to feel bad. You don't need to feel shame about it. Um, you know, and reach out, please, if you need help. And talk to the people. I think this is really important. Is It's okay to talk to the people that are involved to say, hey, I'm struggling. I don't want us to not do it, but I'm struggling. Is there ways in which we could do that? Oh, this is the one piece that actually insight that I forgot to tell you. So the one strategy that Master and I figured out was that part of the the reason why I got, you know, started having some anxiety was one, the lack of control of the scene. Um, but two was also I wasn't being stimulated sexually. And when I am sexually stimulated, it engages my arousal in how hot this is. And so it activates a different part of my brain than the part of me that isn't being sexually stimulated. And so we decided that I'm always in when we're having three-way play, that it's really important that I'm, I'm actively being sexually stimulated in no matter what scene, no matter what position whether that's me rubbing my clit, somebody else touching my pussy, something happening to my pussy um, while things are happening so that I'm in that aroused state um, when there's not a direct impact on me, then that should, that will help. And it's okay that that's what I may need. I may, I may always need that or I may not always need that. Who knows where this is going to go, but that's where I'm at right now. And so everybody, it's okay to have something that you may need and ask for that so that the experience can be great for everybody because everybody wants the experience to be hot, like the most epic, sexually aroused and stimulating possibilities. That's what everybody desires. And that's what everybody's craving. That's why they're doing it. So if you need something, whether it's, again, making sure that you're always stimulated or, you know, making like there's different things that you may need, it's okay to ask and it's okay to move it in a gradual way. It doesn't have to be all out. It can be like stages each time, which is why I've been sharing my journey with you guys so that um, it's not just all or nothing. You know, there's progression. And I hope you're entertained by the progression and I hope it turns you on a little bit and I hope you're learning some stuff and all the things, all right? Also, please like, share, and uh, send to your friends. <laughs> and um, I, I feel like I shared everything that there's no extended version. <laughs> I forgot about the extended version part. Like, what do I want to talk about in an extended version? Um, what do I want to talk about in an extended version? No, I shared it all. I shared all the things. So there's no extended version. However, that being said, there are many episodes that do have extended versions that you can reap the rewards uh, through Patreon, supporting Patreon. All right. So have a great day. 
hope that was inspirational. Like, share, comment, uh, join all the things. And uh, until next time, stay kinky, stay open, and stay honest. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out at Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay. Listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.